Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. What is up, my friends? Today in this episode, we are going to be talking about tips on how to handle bad news. And maybe this could have, you know, come earlier in the year, <laughs> but here we are. Um, yeah. And also, I would. I would just like to say that, you know, bad is a very relative, if that's the word I'm looking for, word, where it's like things aren't necessarily good or bad, but I feel like that's kind of how we classify them. So, you know, maybe some unsavory news, news you wouldn't prefer. That's the news we're talking about today, and it can be anything. So um, I will remind you before we get into this episode, if you haven't left a review on the podcast already, um, it means the absolute world to me when you do. It really helps the show out, helps more people find it. Um, So yeah, if you haven't already, please take a moment, leave a review, do it while you're listening. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I'm, I'm done with that. Okay. So... I wanted to, I want to talk about this um, because of something I've actually I've been going through uh, recently over the past kind of few months. Um, but one thing I did want to share with you, oh, it feels weird sharing this because um, <laughs> I, I haven't really shared it yet um, publicly. But um, I am working on on a book that's going to be coming out. I don't know when, so welcome to my brain. Um, I am working on a book uh, that's kind of a collection of of thoughts and poems, and I'm really I'm really excited about it, honestly. Um, but one of the poems that just kind of came to me when I was uh, had just kind of moved through some feelings. Um, I wanted to share with you because. I don't know. I felt like it was relevant. Maybe you dig. Maybe you're like, Olivia, you're writing poetry. Maybe you're like, Olivia, you're writing poetry. I don't know. Here we are. Okay. I don't know how you feel. I'm just going to leave any judgments that I might be feeling (laughs) or making up at the door. So um, basically, it's very short, but it says, we weep for the loss. We fear for the change. Why leave in the fog? All that will gain. So The reason I kind of wrote this poem was because, one, I was crying, two, I freaked out a little bit, and three, I had to, like, actively, as you typically do, I had to actively look for, okay, what are the benefits of this? How, what is the opportunity here? Like, where, how, like, how can I, how can I see this in a different light? And I feel like that's the part I don't know if it just naturally is or it's just something that we're just not conditioned to go for first thing. Um, That's probably more so what it is because sometimes I can go straight into an opportunity. Like people want me to just like pity party with them and I'm just like, oh, I literally can't. My brain immediately goes (laughs) to like, oh, look at this though. Um, So, but a lot of times, especially when it's something kind of big or, or intense to us, that part always feels kind of foggy 
it always feels kind of hard to see or hard to reach. And it's it's just very interesting that that typically our, our go to's are not the the you know quote unquote positives if you will or the things that will gain or the opportunities or the light of the situation um so so yeah I just wanted to write that poem so um again that's a book that'll come out at some point if you haven't read my other books do that while you wait (laughs) you can go to www.simplyolly.com slash books there's there's like there's like one journaly book one full-on read it book and then like another one's a journal so like go ham. Um, But anyway, so tips on how to handle bad news. I am going to go into actual like step by step, like I got tips for you. So hang in there. They're coming. I'm not just going to babble. However, the it's, it's hard to call this like bad news. I wouldn't call something bad news. But what I have been experiencing um, lately, well, as of, okay, so let's just get into it, shall we, friends? Um, a few months ago, like two or three months ago, I developed uh, tinnitus. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before. I think I might have. Basically, ringing in in my ears, both my ears, all the time, um, you know. And it was that was one of those things that, um, <sighs> it was it was a process. Like it it really was a process on how to handle that that kind of news. Where I'm just like, oh, dang. Because when I noticed it, of course, I noticed it when I went to get like a moment of silence. Because I don't, I live in an apartment by a busy street. So there's that noise, there's kids, there's TVs, there's, you know, all of these sounds. And a lot of times when I want peace, I I go and <laughs> until I bought noise canceling headphones, <laughs> um, I would go and drown out noise with other noise but noise that I wanted <laughs> like I would go and listen to piano um or I would listen to you know as like acoustic music things like that or nature sounds so um regardless I went to have this moment of like peace and this quiet and all I hear is like that the ringing in my ear and I was just like what <laughs> what? what I'm sorry what's happening here because it just wasn't going away um, and so I had to, I had to move through that. I had to handle that, um, that kind of knowledge of, of being like, I could potentially never hear silence again the rest of my life, um, which as a mom of two is kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, found, got out of the fog, found, found the lights. Um, but I had to move through that. And then, uh, you know, less than a month or, yeah, it's probably, it's been less than a month. Um, I, uh, I had to start doing some, some research and some digging to figure out I had this kind of new layer of issue added to the, the tinnitus. And I basically found out that what I was dealing with was, is called hyperacusis, fun word. Didn't I, you get to go all through all these things and then find out there's names for them. It's fun. Um, not that it really matters what they're called, but, um, basically now certain tones or certain pitches or frequencies, uh, cause a pain in my ear. And it is both of my ears just kind of depending on which side is facing this frequency. So, um, so yeah, I'll get these, these pains in my ear. It could be from dishes, um, hitting, it's, it's happened from my dog barking, from my, my kids laughing at a certain octave, 
um, bass from certain cars. So it just, it's, you know, and I keep, I keep getting to discover all these new sounds that cause uh, pain in my ears. <laughs> and, um, you know, and that kind of, that, that one I feel like was a little harder to, to handle. It's a little harder to handle that news than it was necessarily the tinnitus because it was literal physical pain. However, um, I mean, through research, it doesn't seem like it's doing actual damage to my ear. It's like something with the the ear and brain connection. But again, something that could potentially be um, lifelong. And we'll see if at some point I decide to challenge that like I did the bad (laughs) and see if it doesn't really need to be this lifelong thing and if it's actually something I can help myself move through. But as of now, there's not a lot of research on it and there's not a lot of uh, help for it except for what I already do, which is coping. Um, coping and 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 helping yourself see it differently, associate with it differently, and help yourself move through it. Um, anyway, so, you know, it was just kind of this, yeah, I, I had this, this, uh, I had the weeping, I had the fear. One, I mean, my brain, I'll just be so real with you guys, my brain went straight to what if I end up going deaf? And, um, you know, it, it felt scary at first, and I, I immediately looked up how to learn sign language because <laughs> we all have that moment. I want to be so real with you guys because it's not like I don't have these moments. Um, however, I dialed it back real quick. I was like, okay, we, I got this. Like, this is just me trying to be like, I'm going to be fine. Like, I can prepare myself. Like, I'll be okay. Um, anyway, I'm good. <laughs> Dial, <laughs> dialed it back. Um but, but yeah, it was just kind of this, uh, you know, it, it was sad to think about sometimes when my, like, my kid's laughter will cause me pain. That's, again, that's really kind of heartbreaking. Um, and to also learn that, like, you know, it's not necessarily the best thing to avoid these noises or dampen these noises because then it just increases the sensitivity. So, um, you know, my past uh, almost month has just been, uh, you know, helping myself acclimate to to pain, which I, I can do. Um, grateful that I have. I've had a lot of mental exercise. So it's, you know, it's something that uh, I'll get through as well. Anyway, this is not to be like, oh, poor Olivia. I'm just trying to, I want to share with you guys these, these experiences because life happens. Things happen. We get maybe bad news or we have experiences that, that throw us off course or whatever, if you will. And if we don't know how to handle them, if we don't know how to move through them, then they perpetuate this really dark cycle that does then kind of end us up in things like bipolar or anxiety or depression. And so that's why I'm, I'm such a big advocate for the same thing that beats it is the same thing that keeps or the thing that beats it is the same thing that keeps it away. Um, because I know, I know how quickly, I mean, I could have gone into a very paranoid, very sad hole and stayed there. Now, I had to, I, I was there for, you know, maybe like a day. Um, but like, I, I could have stayed there. Um, however, I, I did not do that. So I'm here on the microphone <laughs> talking to you. Um, but let's go ahead and get into those, those tips because these are even, oh my gosh hiccups just every episode every episode just make me so excited um (laughs) 
But I do want to talk about tips because these are these are things that Ivy I even allowed myself to do while handling these these newses the these like learning about these things and and you know coming to terms with potentially uh, lifelong. Um, I don't want to call them issues, but lifelong experiences, potential lifelong pain, um, you know, potentially having that, the, like the classification of disability. Uh, just it, 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 like these kinds of things can really, I'm going to side note for a second, but these kinds of things, these experiences can really shift your identity. Um, and, and we can sometimes recoil against that and be like, no, that's not me. No, that's not who I want to be. But this is why it's so valuable. Um, and this is very much like the self-ownership component of like beat the bad. It's really valuable to know how to, uh, adapt and to, and to adjust to things like this so that, you know, we aren't just in perpetual, uh, frustration or unhappiness. So, Anyway, that was just my little side note about that because that that is something that's kind of like this this nuanced thing that people don't uh, necessarily recognize, but it's why it can be very uh, shaking and dare I say like traumatizing when when people can get uh, like uh, the diagnosis of bipolar anxiety or depression um, or or anything along those lines. It can be very shattering because it's a, a shift in identity that they maybe weren't prepared for. So, done with my side note. Let's talk about tips. I'm I'm still here. I got this. <laughs> um, first tip is get upset. You know, allow yourself to feel what you need to feel. Do you need to feel sad? Do you need to feel loss or anger or frustration? Now, when you get upset, I will preface this by saying give yourself the space to get upset. Don't get upset and then like go to Starbucks and interact with people. <laughs> like it's not serving you. It's not serving them. So like give yourself this space. If you have people that you trust and you're like, yo, I need to get upset and I would like some company. Like if you have that support, like do that. That's fantastic. Um, but let it come out, you know, let it come out mentally, like in the thoughts that you're having. Like me, I was just like, I might go deaf. Um, and not that that's like the worst thing in the world because it's very ableist and like not cool. Um, but it was just, it was, you know, it's that like transition. You're like, Whoa. Um, which I'm getting ahead of myself. But, um, you know, get get upset. Let, let yourself go there mentally. Let it come out physically if you need to get angry or you need to cry or you need to freak out and Google some stuff for like, you know, 20 minutes. Let it, let it happen. It's okay. And, and, and PS for my anxiety peeps out there, nearly everything on Google will lead you to like cancer or death or something along those lines. So like, you know, Google with care, <laughs> if you will, and know that everything can be taken to a really insensitive extreme. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, let yourself get, get upset. Tip number one. Tip number two, accept the transition. Okay. You've gotten this bad news. We can obsess over how we got the bad, the, the, Oh my gosh, the bad news. We could obsess over how we got here. We could obsess over not having it. But the sooner you can accept the transition of like, all right, this is where I'm at. 
This is what I'm experiencing. This is what maybe I've been dealt. This is what's happening around me. You know, this can go like bad news comes bad. Again, quotes, dude. It's hard for me to say bad news. Anyway, having really tough experiences, I'll just say bad news, but you know what I mean, um, can come in very different shapes and forms. It can look like a lot of different things. Something that could be bad news for one person, another person might scoff at. doesn't make it any less than. Um, and somebody else's, you know, doesn't need to necessarily be deemed like more important. Um, it's just whatever is shaking us in that moment. And no matter how, how big or small that might feel, you're valid in feeling it. It, you know, don't, don't downplay it by any stretch or feel like you have to upplay it. Do you know what I mean? Like, just let it be a thing that you're like having to deal with. Anyway, so accept the transition. Like you're here, you're in it. This is the deal. I mean, this could be death, relationships ending, job, um, you know, getting news about somebody you care about, something that personally happens to you. Um, you know, you, you cut, your kids could have broken a cup. That could be bad news. It's happened to me. So many of my favorite mugs have gone. Anyway, except the transition. This is where we're at. Like, that's all it has to be. That acceptance just has to be you saying like, okay, I'm here. And that's all that needs to be. It doesn't need to be like, all right, I'm thrilled that this is happening. Like, this is going to be great. You know, like you don't have to spin it that way if you don't want to. Just acknowledge it. That in itself is acceptance. Um, tip three, reassurance. Help yourself. Be compassionate towards yourself. Reassure yourself that you're going to get through it. It may, you know, and, and this can look however it needs to look for you, but, you know, you're going to get through it. Maybe it might not be the easiest thing, or maybe you'll be like, I'm, I'm going to be able to get through this quick. Like we can, I could do this. I say we, because when I think thoughts to myself, sometimes it's a we situation. Um, but give yourself that reassurance, you know, don't just let yourself spiral into that, that lost abyss of being like, I don't know, like, you can reassure yourself without knowing what's going to happen next, without knowing what your future is going to look like, without knowing X, Y, Z. You know, you can reassure yourself and you can be that support for yourself. Um, and do if you need to go get reassurance from someone else, please, by all means, do. Your girl here is just about self-empowerment, so... <laughs> I think doing both is phenomenal. Um, if you can get reassurance from other people um, and also give it to yourself, that's that's fantastic. You're just doubling down. And then step four is figure out one next step. That's it. Don't figure out the next seven steps, the next five steps. Don't don't set yourself up for that because that's one. That's a lot of mental energy you got to expend when you're already expending mental and emotional energy right? So just figure out one next step. Where do I go from here? For me, it literally was like, I, for me, honestly, like the, the next step was like Google. <laughs> the step after that was, okay, do I, sorry, my throat just made a weird noise. <gasps> um, my step after that was deciding, you know, 
you know, is this something I, I want to go see a doctor about right now? I'm still on the fence with that one. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, <laughs> so, and after that, it was, okay, well, everything that I've gained from from what I've learned so far, reading articles, reading studies, you know, not just short Google answers, but like actually doing research, um, you know, my one next step was, okay, let me start to adjust to these sounds and learn how to cope with that pain. So that's as far as I've gotten. (laughs) Welcome. I don't know where I'll go from here. I don't know what my next step is going to be. I'm still in my next step. So, you know, just allow yourself to go moment by moment with it. Um, we, We don't have to have all of the answers and all of the knowing, right? If we did, life and ourselves would not be able to surprise us. And yes, maybe it surprised us with some bad news, but it can also surprise us with some really amazing news that we we couldn't have ever dreamt up on our own. So, you know, don't feel like you have to have all of the answers, all of the knowing. I've literally, I've spoken with people and been like, I don't, I don't have your answer. Like, here's, here are my feelings around it, but I don't have your answer. We don't have to have that. That's okay. And we can still handle and move through and get through any bad news that comes our way without having to have all that that knowing. And we can come out on the other side of that feeling honestly a lot lighter, a lot more stable, and a lot more um, confident might be a stretch, but like comfortable moving forward um, in whatever it is that we're dealing with by allowing ourselves to use these tips and to move through these things. So I hope, I hope you find this helpful. Um, But that, that is where I'm going to wrap it up for this episode. So if you like this episode, spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. Also, you can find my books and free tools at www.simplyolly.com, and you can stick around after the end of the show to learn more about my program, Beat the Bad. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Before we go, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy, and therapy just felt like more of a guessing game about my past than trying to help me navigate the present. Through my 20 years of combined first-hand experience with the bad, overcoming the trifecta of mental illness myself and coaching others through how to do it, I've learned that we are more capable of helping ourselves than society gives us credit for. We can live life, make massive positive change, and discover answers within ourselves that we didn't even know we had. I freed myself from the bad, all while finishing college, becoming a wife and mother of two daughters, buying a home, and starting a business. Nothing had to pause. I simply kept progressing with life while making progress with my mental health. If you're ready to do the work, my program Beat the Bad is here to help. I'll take you through the self-empowered path, focusing on self-love, self-control, and self-ownership so you can build up your mental BLT, that's belief, love, and trust in yourself. And we're all about three key things over here. 
One, no overwhelm. The modules unlock when you're ready to move forward. There's nine easy videos, basically like podcast episodes, along with frameworks and journal prompts to help you put what you learn into action. Two, making sure you have support. Through encouragement, connection, and advice from me and other students in our SAFE community, weekly motivational emails from me, along with optional one-on-one support if you need it. And most importantly, three, lifetime access. You'll always have Beat the Bad to rely on with the program materials, support tools, our private community, and any upgrades the program goes through in the future. I promise you can learn how to support yourself and have a community of people who support you simply because they care. This program prioritizes being inclusive, affordable, and always available to those who need it. Hope to have you as part of our Beat the Bad family soon. Go to www.simplyolly.com/btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes.